Good evening, this is LeVon. Love Talk Radio. Good evening, this is LeVon Brillen, founder of Urban Glory Campaigns uh, Radio, and I would like to thank you for listening to tonight. I trust and believe that you will forever be blessed as a result of the Word of God proclaimed. Tonight we're going to uh, deviate from the series and pick it up next Thursday and conclude the men's series, but today I think it's imperative that we study the Word of God on a whole nother level. So we're going to go straight into the Word of God for one part teaching and take it from there. All right, all right, all right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and are glad. We thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit, who is educator and guide, to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And, Father, and everything that shall be accomplished and shall be revealed, you be glorified. For it is in the name of Jesus that we do praise you and give you glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. In the coming days, I'm going to be doing a set of teachings on divine development. Tonight, in honor of that new plan, I'm going to discuss the method of how I teach it, and I'm going to uh, review a message that we're going to begin um, and kind of go over in, uh, well, we'll go over part of it in uh, tonight's lesson, but in the Sunday, um, in, in the beginning of July, we're going to be starting a series of series on Sundays um, called um, um, called Sunday Morning in the Word. And we're going to take Sunday mornings, 30 minutes uh, directly of systematic teaching of the Word of God. And there are five sections in that, te- that type of teaching that we're going to discuss tonight. And then I'm going to give an illustrated text, uh, what I would give to the preachers when I would be training on apologetic preaching. Um, I'm going to give to you tonight. So um, let's pray. Um, oh, we already prayed, right? So let's get right into the lesson. I believe we already prayed. So I'm excited about the Word of God um, because the Word of God is the power of God unto salvation. Okay, so on Sundays we're going to be dealing with a Sunday morning in the Word, and the purpose is to give a systematic study of of preaching, um, um, or actually system, systematic study of the Word of God, and um, the Lord has given me a direct, a doctrinal approach. Um, he told me, and through instruction, to be a dis, a disciplined doctrinal instructor, and so in doing so, I have I have aimed to um, honor His commitment by. Um, by developing uh, curriculums that help explain uh, as clear as possible the Word of God. So um, there are five sections to the type of teaching approach that I'm going to be doing on Sunday morning. And it's going to be a little different from your Sunday morning sermons or uh, weekly Bible study or a Sunday school class. It's going to be very, um, very well thought out, organized, um, 
pointed statements to provoke you into deeper study and deeper meanings on texts of the Bible. Now, in this type of teaching, um, we do not um, pull or pinpoint texts or do proof texting where we go from passage to passage, but more so we take a, a passage and appreciate all of the wealth in it as much as we can, and then we, through the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit, express uh, principles of wisdom from a body of scriptural text and then and then apply it to applicable, um, applicable um, means so that we can attain a greater appreciation for the Word of God that we have studied. And those studies are called doctrinal studies. Doctrinal studies takes the uh, context of the Scripture and uh, objectively looks at it and, and, and um, produces wisdom, knowledge, and understanding from the context and the integrity of the Scripture. And so you'll hear me a lot in those teachings talk about the integrity of the Word of God. And um, it will be the best uh, of of the of the particular teaching that we're teaching on, um, it will be the uh, best, um, to the best of ability, direct statements from the scripture as the primary uh, point. So, you know, um, when you're studying the word of God, it should always lead to conclusive points that you can pull and apply at will through principle, through precept, through pattern. And through principle, precept, and pattern, you'll be able to apply it to your life. And if you if you know if you know how to study a scripture, um, then um, in the in the way we're doing it, you're going to have a better understanding of the big picture behind Christian concepts and kingdom concepts and uh, the church uh, development and leadership development and prayer. And so, in the first semester of teaching beginning in July, we're going to um, launch it out with divine development, which we're talking about developing. Um, um, sometimes we're going to have dynamics. Other times we're going to have disciplines. We're going to have discussions depending on the, the uh, topical, analytical, or um, uh, introductive or uh, inductive or deductive um, dialogues from the text of the scripture to find out exactly the heart of God. Now, you can only abstract wisdom, knowledge, and holy um, and understanding from the Holy Spirit because it is the Holy Spirit that has been sent to lead and guide us into the truth. We study to show ourselves, but in our study we seek. We seek those things above where Christ is seated. So we, we, where Christ is, and Christ is not Jesus' body, but it is indicative of the spirit which he possessed, which is the Holy Spirit. As we seek and we lean and depend on the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us into the truth, and we prayerfully consider patterns and approaches in the scriptures, uh, we can appreciate the Holy Spirit for the work that he's doing, and then the Holy Spirit will shed light um, and the scriptures will, from the pages of the scriptures, will leave, lead off, leap off a perception that only God could give you 
through his wisdom, through his knowledge, and through his understanding. So there are five sections in uh, doctrinal systematic approach uh, to to preaching. Number one is the academic overview, where we take uh, observance of the scriptures, how the scriptures came to be, the historical context of the scripture. We take into consideration why the scripture was written um, based on the words and the connotations in which it was given. Um, just a, a great synoptic. Uh, a great academic study of the scripture, maybe highlight some Hebrew or Greek words or um, um, some definitions that help pull uh, meaning to why we approach the scripture the way we approach it. That's an academic overview. We're not looking for inspiration, but we're looking for information, information that we can take from the text, who, what, when, and where. Uh, and then the second porch part of of this type of teaching and approach is the approach toward the text how we how we you know where we discuss whether it was by revelation whether it was by prayer whether it was by inspiration from the holy spirit whether it was by directive from god to observe and to obey and or apply we're going to look at those parts of the scriptures and pull out um how we got to the main text of the scripture. And then in the third section is the apologetic conviction. The apologetic conviction. An apologetic is a Christian defense. Why we defend these convictions that have come from the overall sense of the text. Now that's an opinionated appeal based on an impression given by the Holy Spirit to defend certain virtues that come from appreciation of the text. So we academically overview, we approach the text. We we discuss how we approach the text and we apologetically define conviction. What is of God? Why it is of God? And what we do to obey God in what is communicated about God. And then Fourthly, the appeal of, uh, to theological conviction. Somehow in the encounter of God's word, the entrance of thy word giveth light, and it causes wise the simple. So as we approach God's word, we learn who God is. I and my word are one. So when we reflect on the word of God, we begin to discuss and to discover who God really is, and that is the theological approach. Why do we appeal that way? Because those that seek him, they find him. So we look in the word of God, and we we look for God in the word of God to find out God's heart, God's head, or God's happenings in the particular text. And through that, we get a greater appreciation on who God is. That's the appeal to the theological conviction. And then it's applicable use. Number five is the applicable use we have revealed, which means how do we apply this to today? Simply how do we take what we have learned through a study and apply it today. So that's what we're going to do in various forms throughout the particular text. Tonight's example 
introduces us to the new man creation. So I'm going to give an overview of uh, take a sample teaching, and then in the next uh, lesson on the Sundays and beginning in July, you will be able to hear the actual message. But tonight you're going to hear the outline of the message, and I'm going to discuss how we got to the points we got to. So the, the, the series is entitled Developing Spiritual Esteem. Now, of course, if you don't know what self-esteem is, then you won't know what spiritual esteem is. If you have self-esteem, then there must be a spiritual esteem that is superior to it. And that superior uh, esteem is found in our confidence toward God. So we're going to talk about the confidence of God in his work for our life, which is coined as new creation realities. So that is the introduction of new creation uh, realities. Our three divisions of teachings are renewed in the knowledge, regenerated by the Holy Spirit, and reviewing the rede our re redemptive rights. And we're studying the book of Colossians. Okay, and of course, you know, in the in the scriptures of Colossians, it says, "Be renewed in the spirit of your mind." Colossians three ten. And so we 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 define how we get renewed in the spirit of our mind, and that is we focus on the spirit. And if the spirit needs renewal, that means it must ha it must have need of esteem. So we are developing divine esteem through focusing on the book of Colossians, find, uh, finding out what the Holy Spirit has to say through the letter to the church. Of course, that's who it's for. And if it's for the church of old, then it can be applied for the church to today for us to implement it. So in that, we are, we're going to discover what it means to be renewed in the knowledge of him, to be regenerated by the Holy Spirit, and review our redemptive rights. So then I go into everything you wanted to know about spiritual esteem. Why? Because the natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither doth he know them, for they're spiritually discerned. And we don't naturally talk about spiritual esteem because we don't know that there is a such thing as spiritual esteem. So in order for us to get on the same page, I have to define what spiritual esteem, esteem is. So I've entitled the first section, the academic overview, everything you needed to know about spiritual esteem. Why? Because I have to define what spiritual esteem is according to the scripture, which we have decided um, by the prompting of the Holy Spirit to to uh, go. So what I'm doing in this is three things, establishing an understanding on esteem, learning the different elements behind esteem, and also the enemies behind esteem. So that's the first section of the, of the text, the apologetic and uh, uh, the academic overview of developing spiritual esteem. We're establishing understanding on esteem, elements to esteem, and then enemies of esteem. All right, now the second division of that, of course, is the approach toward the text. And then uh, how we've coined that is equipping our esteem with the encouragement to embrace our new reality in Christ. So then we find out who we are in Christ. I introduced them to if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or new creation, old things. Behold, old things are become new and um, all, um, for your sake. So um, we, we talk about the natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither doth he know them for they are spiritually discerned. So in that, in that we're looking at the adventures of divine knowledge, the awakening, 
of divine understanding and the answers of the soul reveal why because we want to equip our esteem with the encouragement that we embrace in the new reality now how do we embrace it through reading and studying the word of god that is the approach toward the text the spirit of god approaches the word of god so that we can spark an interest to to perform the works of god so you have the wind of god the word of god the works of god in operation so it gives us the advantage of divine wisdom, the uh, knowledge, the awakening of divine wisdom, and the answers of the soul. So that is the approach toward the text. And then we develop the apologetic conviction, which is the uh, the defense of the faith expressed. Now, the way we do that is we eradicate erroneous spiritual philosophy about esteem. So do you catch the first three Three lessons, letter A, under your uh, uh, chapter or under your notes would be everything you wanted to know about spiritual esteem. The second one would be equipping our esteem with encouragement to embrace our new reality. The third thing is eradicating erroneous spiritual philosophy about esteem. And there I discuss about the restricting reciprocity without understanding, three ways to reverse religiosity, and then the review and the awareness of the Christ factor in our lives. So there I, I go from there to the appeal to theological conviction, because ultimately we want to get God involved. And in getting God involved, we go back to the text of Colossians, focal text chapter 3, and then we go into educating our spiritual state. Now, the only way we can do that is by coming in contact with the Holy Spirit. So we resolve to, uh, not, uh, to conform to the Holy Spirit. We review what Christian reality is really about, and then we reverse our courses of actions that compromise our spiritual standard. Our focus text then goes back to Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17, and in that we begin to discuss and envelop that particular chapter. We grow it. We grow it from looking at what it says, why it's, and then discuss and come up with ways to why it was said through the inspiration given us by the Holy Spirit and consideration in prayer. Now, the Holy Spirit has to be in the, engaged in the whole process, not only in the process of proclamation, but also preparation and also in presentation. That's why if the Holy Spirit is revealed first to us as a teacher, then systematically we flow to get point by point. The Bible says uh, we, we should attain things by precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. So, uh, 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 because we know that no top, jot or tilling of God's word will fail. So uh, we establish our, uh, we've, we educate our spiritual state as the theological conviction, appeal to the theological conviction. Then we get to the fifth element of the lesson, which is establishing our esteem and our new nature. There I will begin to talk about three things we can do to empower our esteem, five things taken from Colossians to apply to our esteem expressing the scripture and then three and then conclude with three things that our spiritual man aims to achieve through esteem. And so um we talk about confidence in character, consciousness of value and competency in judgment. 
Um, and those things in that develops confidence in God to be God all by himself. And as we trust God with our lives, then we can apply the plan of God to our life and then see the promises of God revealed from faith to faith and from glory to glory. God ultimately wants us to trust him, to lean not to our understanding. And we do that by submitting to God, resisting the devil, and staying spiritually consistent. Did you get the lesson? All right, so I will go at a systematic pace in about 25 minutes in a text like that with the actual text being expressed through the scriptures um, and through the explanation. So if you if you get a notebook and you have sections, five sections of maybe two or three pages, uh, and you go with me methodically through the word of God, Every week, by the end of the year, you will have a library of resources of scriptures that you can apply from day to day. You can um, have a, a academic approach of an apologetic appeal to apply at will. So we, uh, we academically approach the scripture through an apologetic approach to appeal and apply. If you can... Uh, develop an academic, approach the scripture, apologetically defend it, appeal to the Holy Spirit to give you meaning of who God is in the matter, you can apply it at your life and see your life transform. So that's what we're going to be doing on Sunday mornings, every Sunday morning at 8.30 to 9 o'clock. We're going to have 20 minutes of intense word from the Lord, and we want you to be a part of it. So I took this night to explain how it's going to be done, and we're going to have these teachings available. You can uh, down uh, get links to uh, the to the website so you can play them over and over and over again and become strong in the word of God. My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge, because they reject knowledge. But they also have to be given knowledge, and that's why God has called them. How can you be called unless you are sent? So God has sent me and assigned me to be a doctrinal instructor, and that's what we're going to do in this in this program. So I want you to be a part of it. I want you to participate in the program because through those types of studies, they're going to be two-part studies, you're going to have a greater appreciation for the Scripture than I believe you've ever had in a long time. And then you'll be able to get the notes, um, at least the outline, the sketch of the Scripture, so you can have a a basic outline of how we came to understanding of the Scripture. And then by the time when we're finished, your, your, your competency of the Scripture will make it so easy to comprehend the things of God because you've studied the Word of God. The strongest uh, voice of God is the written Word of God because it's unchanging. It's been preserved from generation to generation, and if we approach it, we can apply it. So we academically approach it to appeal to God, to get insight to a God, uh, God and then apply it to our lives. And that's the uh, the apologetic approach. We defend to uh, we defend it. We develop a defense by first developing the fence. And in order to develop the fence, you got to have foundation and principles that you can hold on to. You know, the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? Well, who's teaching the foundation? 
And that's what we want to talk about. Are we being really established in the foundations? So in the coming lessons, you're going to be able to get established in the foundations. And if you stick with us through the year, you're going to be one of the strongest Christians that can study, not to show others, but to themselves approve unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but one who can correctly analyze and interpret the word of God in its integrity. So uh, be blessed by the word, amen, and be blessed um, through the study of the word. I want you to join me on Sundays as we begin this journey. Now, next week we're going to finish uh, the, the series on Man Up. We're going to talk about what that means, and I'm going to have a challenge, a special clarion call to men of God to arise and conquer, but we have to map the way up. We always talk about being a man up. But if you don't know what it means to be a man, then you won't learn how to man up. So last week we talked about manhood understood, and we talked about what a, what being a man of God is all about. But this next week, next Thursday, we're going to talk about man, mapping the way up. We're going to talk about mapping the way up. And, of course, you know we're going to use examples in the Word of God that helps us point to how, what does it mean to be on the top, to be the head, and not the tail, to be above only and not beneath. You need to know where to go in the Word of God to find out what that's all about. Well, I am definitely out of time, but I'm not out of contact. I trust that whatever you set your hands to do, you will do, because greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Let me pray for you right quick. Father, we have given a new approach to studying the word of God, and it is based on the prompting of your spirit that I apply these truths to, to convey it to an audience of growing, developing believers, becoming scholastically and 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 secure in the sound doctrine which you command for us to establish and be converted in. Holy Spirit, I thank you because you enlighten us to truth. You lead and guide us by the truth that we should know so we can apply and go and grow and be the disciples which you have anointed and endowed us with. Through whispering in our ears and in our hearts, we come closer to the truth that we need to know for living. And through that truth, we are made free and we rejoice in the liberty where we are no longer entangled to bondage, but we are released to become better people, better thinkers, better teachers, better examples, so that people, when they look on our lives, will say, what must we do to be saved? Father, I pray right now that the eyes of our understandings would be enlightened in who you are to us. We trust you as only we could through your ability, through your efforts, and through your guidance. And so, Father, we trust you. You know the needs of everyone under the sound of my voice. I ask that you would bless them, empower them to succeed, anoint them uh, to do what you have called them to do, and affirm them with your abiding and residing in the depths of our hearts. We cry, Abba, Father, to you because we trust you as our very own, and we commit to serve you more intimately so we can express our love and devotion to you more faithfully. We thank you for the privilege and honor to observe and to discuss and dialogue your word. Have your own way. Do what only you can do. And we praise you for it in Jesus' precious name. 
Amen. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, and 10 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You can repeat simply after me, I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, your Lord, and that God raised you from the dead. I thank you for the work that you did for me. At Calvary, if you prayed that prayer, you are born again, and you need to get connected to a Bible-believing teaching church that can bring belief to your heart through the preaching of faith. Let uh, let God be glorified. We have a prayer center. Look on our um, phone, uh, on our blog site, and uh, download the information about prayer, and um, someone will be ready to pray for you. We thank you for listening to the broadcast tonight. God bless you, and good night.